positive feedback loop. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Positive Feedback Loop. Thank you for joining this episode. Uh, I'd like to introduce my guests. We have Luis. Hello. And Stephanie. Hi, everyone. And my name is Ray. And today we're going to have a special topic. We'll be talking about jealousy in many different forms. And if you think about jealousy and the human condition, we've all felt some level of jealousy to certain degrees, even as a child, particularly. Everyone has a bit of jealousy, for example. Uh, but we're going to dive deep into that topic. And I'll start off with a question um, to both of you. When was the last time you guys were jealous of something or someone? Hmm. I guess I can go first. Actually, you that? know what? No, you oh, know what? Okay. Yeah, this go. happens every once in a while. Uh, yeah. I'm in the restaurant and I, and I like order something. It's not the best. I look next to me, and someone's got ordered something I wanted. You know, I get jealous. I wish I'd ordered that. Happens all the time. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to do anything about it. And I get over it pretty quick. But for just that moment, I, I wish I'd ordered that plate. That's interesting. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we all kind of sometimes regret a decision that we've made about what dinner choice we made and then we see someone else having and enjoying something else we wish we had as like oh would, th would that be what's like the difference between jealousy and envy i, I think I that's envy know. well it depends on how that plays out but envy is usually a desire for something someone else has whereas jealousy is someone else has something good and therefore there's less available for me like almost this idea that the universe has limited resources so jealousy is, it that is almost limited? this. I feel like jealousy has taken on a much wider connotation today. I don't think it's well, that, you know, like comparing like, yourself to oh, others and but you know, uh, it can be anything from a jealous boyfriend or girlfriend, right? That that idea to um, you're jealous of their house or someone's house. Like th th it can apply to anything. Anymore, well, that would be envy. Right? So envy is. I want what that person has. Like the grass is greener on the other side. They have something that I don't have. That's envy. Whereas mm -hmm. jealousy is that I'm missing out on something and that person has something good and I can't be happy for them. Like them having something great actually makes me unhappy mm -hmm. in some way. There's this grid... So Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no. So I just wanted to, I have a definition from psychology today. I thought I'd read it and then we can kind of discuss even further. Awesome. Uh, it says, what is jealousy? Jealousy is a complex emotion that encompasses feelings ranging from fear of abandonment to rage and humiliation. The threat may be real or imagined. And it's not limited to romantic relationships. Jealousy can also arise among siblings competing for parental attention, among coworkers, or even in friendships. Jealousy is distinguished from envy in that jealousy always involves a third party seen as a rival for affection or attention. Envy occurs between only two people and is summed up as, I want what you have. So that's interesting because what I had originally had in my mind as was, you know, there was another podcaster 
uh, in the blockchain space. And I was like, man, he's you know, this person has a lot of listeners and growing so fast. And I wanted what he had, right? In terms of, you know, when, when I compare it to my other podcast, uh, Health Unchained. And, but that's not really jealousy. It's actually envy. I was envious of the person, technically speaking. And thank Maybe you for admitting to that. That's that's a very personal uh, yeah. thing to say. And you're right. I mean, we all we all kind of feel envious every once in a while. I think, to some degree, unless you're the Dalai Lama, probably. <laughs> I, I don't know him personally. For me, jealousy often comes, uh, and this is typical of many people, in the form of comparing myself to others. So I see somebody who has something or has has gotten something and I think well why did that not happen to me I remember having this emotion especially in business because you I work with social media and I see for example a person with no social media experience getting a few clients right off the bat getting a lot of these clients yeah. and they call themselves social media gurus and yet they have no marketing experience, no business experience. They just know how to set up and technologically know how to post to Facebook, let's say. And so they hang a shingle and they call themselves an expert. And it makes me kind of angry because it really dirties my industry. It makes others distrustful of all the experts in my industry because there are so many posers. Um, but it also makes me jealous. Like, how did how did you get these several clients when you don't have experience and and you're not even good at this? Uh, and yet, I sometimes I will have you know I have to work um, to to make the business run. I have to hustle, and it comes easily for some other people. But I have to remind myself, you know, there is a long game. That it, it, eventually, this person will be you know the client will hopefully figure out that they're not good at what they do. Uh, but I think jealousy comes to us even when we do have it good. It, and it's almost like, why can't I celebrate that that person has had a win and has had to work less than I have? You know, I should maybe celebrate with them instead of yeah. feeling like because they won, I lost. Because I don't lose when another person wins. I don't believe in this limited universe. I believe in kind of this abundance theory that that there's more than enough for everyone to succeed. Yeah. You can grow the pie. The pie is not limited there you go. in the universe. You can continue yeah. growing it. With the exception of helium. We're running out of that. Yeah, helium. <laughs> are, are we? <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I, I think that those are all... Uh, fantastic examples i wish i had i mean and this is this is this is weird to say i'm trying to think i have all i've honestly had pangs of ex exactly what you guys have described right you said pangs uh, pangs yeah obviously mm -hmm. you had you get that pangs? that feeling what, what's pang, pang? Uh, mo momentary feeling of something okay. right so, like thanks. i think i think we all to a degree experience it i think it where does it cross into the threshold where it becomes a problem is an interesting thing to discuss. Like, at what point does it boil over into our lives? At what point does it let us affect us? Because, yeah, I mean, I, I, God, I wish that I had, you know, I had that stuff. Or, 
man, it kind of sucks that that guy is doing great despite how he is, you know. Um, yeah, but that's envy, but, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Where's I'm the third party? It's interesting because I never thought but, of it this way, but, but jealousy always involves a third party, according to this definition from psychology today, at least. Wait, what third party? Oh, I don't it, think so. I'm just saying, I like, a person, so. I, I think a person is doing well, and, and I think that they don't deserve it. It says, jealousy is distinguished from envy in that jealousy always involves a third party seen as a rival for affection or attention. So yeah, but I'm not it, describing a third party. Okay. I'm describing so, a second party. I, no, I, I, get what, I get what you're saying, Ray. So the third party does not have to be human. So okay. you, a sibling can be jealous of another sibling, and the third party would be the parent. So they're jealous of the sibling because the sibling gets more attention from that parent. But I wouldn't call yeah. the parent the third party. I'd actually call that third – I'd call it the, thir- the, the resource. With jealousy, there has to be a limited resource, and that would be the parent's attention, <clears throat> right? So for me, if I'm jealous that somebody else is succeeding so easily, why should I care if I'm being successful too? Why should I care that they're successful or successful faster or more or better? It's in my irrational fear that there is a limited resource there. So it's not my parents' attention, but it might be mon- the, the market share, that the market is limited, or that the money that I can gain is somehow less now because they made some of it. So I think jealousy is, is not necessarily a third human party, but it is a, it's, it okay. is a, a separate entity or resource in some way. Would that? I understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, sorry to get technical on that. It was just That was one example from from that resource and like on wikipedia for example it says jealousy generally refers to the thoughts or feelings of insecurity fear and concern over a relative lack of possessions or safety so it's a very kind of different yeah it's well that's what it is is it's this lack that there is some there's not abundance in the universe for you that you are going to lose out and if somebody else wins you're going to lose out even more so Luis, in your example where you say why is this jerk like getting being successful and I'm a good guy and I'm not I, I didn't get the you know whatever it is the promotion or the girl or <laughs> whatever it is yeah and that I think is jealousy envy would yeah. be I want the car he has I wish I could go buy another car like it right there's no limited resource here so you're that therefore you are envious you know, Beyonce has her own radio show. I would love my own radio show too. But I have no idea if Beyonce has a radio show. That was a terrible <laughs> example. But for you, you're saying... If she did, it would be great. Here's this she does guy. now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but if you're saying, here's this guy and you're angry that he, like, that he would be successful, you know, kind of the good guys finish last sort of thing. Like, why did that guy get the girl, for example? The girl... Yeah. There's that one girl. She, she is a limited resource. You can't both get the girl unless polyamory is involved. So <laughs> that, it would be jealousy because you're, you're sensing that somehow now, like Ray said, the pie has to be split. So here's my question. Yeah, I agreed. Hmm. This has been something I've been mulling, right? Now, granted, everyone experiences these things. They are part of the human condition. So everyone has their own experience that they can share and that they can relate to. And we can all find that as a communal exercise. But 
as you guys saw, we had we we talked about the a psychological definition. None of us are experts in the field of psychology. We're barely experts in the field of being human. We're not that <laughs> actually. We're far from experts in the field of being human. So the question is, why should anyone listen to us talk about jealousy? I mean, why should anyone listen to us talk about anything, Luis? <laughs> We're not really experts any of any of the topics that we covered in our podcast. Well, what no, I like about our group... Oh, do you want me to answer? No, no, no. no. I, I just wanted to like say, a... no, this is... But this is exactly the question, right? We are... Uh, people, people listen to us, and whether or not do they what, do what we do... Yeah, but we do our best to out there, provide so... an informed explanation of what we think the term and the idea behind the word jealousy means and we're doing our best i think in the one hour or so that we have here today when i think of why we listen to anybody why would we want to hear someone's opinion we I mean, we do listen to expert expert experts maybe we'd watch tedx videos or we go to the doctor because they're an md or whatever but why is it that we watch YouTube videos of of somebody figuring out how to uh, get their you know door back on the hinge or whatever? It I think it helps to hear from someone who is at my level, learning the thing a step ahead of me. And one example I think of is when we were in business school, uh, we were. We had our statistics class, and the professor kept explaining this concept, and no one in the class was getting it. Like, no one <laughs> in the class was getting it. And he tried to explain it another way, and no one could get it. And he's the expert. Like, he's the smartest guy in the room when it comes to statistics, which is why he's teaching it in business school. But he just couldn't teach it. And I remember one of our classmates, Yu, got up. And she drew this diagram on the board of the concept and everyone was like, oh, <laughs> I get it now. Oh. And in that moment, we realized that, and, and this happened in other classes where the TA would explain something that the professor couldn't. It has something to do with listening to someone discover it with you or maybe one step ahead and know how to explain it to a like-minded individual. Right. Maybe the professor is so far removed from the original uh, question. They're not thinking in the steps in between that need to be explained before getting to the, the final explanation maybe or something. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. So we read psychology book and we figure out all the stuff about jealousy from a clinical perspective and, and write a thesis about it. But if I want to explain it to someone, I have to find a straightforward, simple way to say it in the language that we share. Right. And that I think people would appreciate hearing that. And that's why I like talking with the two of you in this podcast, because we come from very different perspectives sometimes on, on depending on the issue and finding a way to explain to each other 
these different concepts, I think, makes it exciting and fun. Makes it fun. I totally agree. So just, you know, kind of slightly changing the subject, what, how do we deal with jealousy? If we have a friend or a significant other who is jealous of us, for example, or jealous of somebody else who is our friend, how do we handle those situations? So you're asking more about how do we handle someone else's jealousy, not our own? Mm. Well, the jealousy affects us as well in a way if they are changing their behavior around us. So how do we deal with that behavior? I guess first you'd have to recognize it. Recognition is step number one. I would probably say that's, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. If someone comes up to you and says, God, I wish I had what that guy's, what that guy had. Oh, I want to punch him. Oh, sorry. That's envy. That's that envy, guy doesn't but... deserve the stuff he had. I want to punch him. Then <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. That would be a good sign. Or if you say, if you say, the, like, a, if you attempted uh, assault. If you tell, yeah, so we don't condone any violence. The non-aggression <laughs> principle, people. Follow it. Live it. But what I'm saying is, let's say you have a friend who is constantly talking about another friend. And you're like, talking about how great the person is. Oh, you know, she's so awesome. You know, I, I can't wait to hang out with her later. And you're thinking, well, I thought we were going to hang out later. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, we changed, I'm changing plans. And... It affects the person because now they feel like, obviously, this third party is a limited resource, right, Stephanie? And they're not getting the time and attention. So as an adult, how do you explain to your friend that you're feeling jealous of the other person? That was a little confusing. (laughs) I think I confused myself. but I've had a friend explain that to me where she's, I've said, oh, I'm going to spend time with this other friend on Tuesday or something and I've had a friend say oh that kind of stings a little bit because I I always think you know it's just the two of us that hang out and I forget oh you've got other friends and I've got other friends and it relates a lot to uh, romantic relationships where a happily married couple the the man or the might have a, another friend who's a woman or a woman who he works close with it closely with at work for example or something or same with the woman she might have her best friend from college was a guy and she's obviously married to another man but she's still close with that friend and so jealousy can arise when there are these uh, other players in people's lives uh it can it can cause i mean it depends on how you define your relationship, obviously, but for some people, it would it would uh, make it would create a jealous or an opportunity for jealousy. Yeah, looking at the theories on like Wikipedia, it says one of the root causes for jealousy is actually um, you know low self esteem or low self confidence. So, I mean, I think that's pretty interesting. Right, because if you're super confident in your relationship and you know, hey, we love each other 100%, then technically 
you shouldn't feel, and you have 100% trust as well. Not just 100% love, but 100% trust that, that you're... Trust, yeah. uh, I think, uh, I, think I think jealousy also takes uh, either an element of uh, a lack of creativity or an overabundance of creativity. Because the amount of ways people can imagine, like, or can, like, like excuse to be jealous, like, uh, the amount of things you can put in your own head that are happening that aren't even probable, <laughs> neither or even sometimes possible, are insane. So, it, it, I think that's, I don't know if that's anything telling, I, that's just a thing I said, that's but a, that's how I feel inside, so I said yeah. I think that's a really good point because if someone is spending a lot of time either alone and they're imagining, you know, oh, you know, my husband or wife yeah, is doing like cheating on me or, you know, why are they spending so much time at work late nights, you know, and so people can get that feeling of jealousy arise potentially. I mean, because, not to say that maybe the husband is actually cheating, but I mean, you know. it's. You know, this is the universe. This is yeah. life. But we so do anything make up is stories, technically yeah. possible. Yeah, <laughs> that must be it why definitely... fear and jealousy are so closely related. Because jealousy would would you say jealousy is a form of fear? Yeah, absolutely. It can include fear. It it's includes. A fear. Fear. I mean, yeah, it could include the feeling of fear. Yeah, I mean, definitely. insecurity. I mean, afraid of losing fear. the person you loved to someone else is classic fear. So another point here in Wikipedia, and um, excuse me, audience, if you don't like when I quote things, but uh, jealousy can either be suspicious or reactive, and it is often reinforced as a series of particularly strong emotions and constructed as a universal human experience. Hmm. Meaning we all experience it. Yeah. Everybody I, I think gets as jealous. little kids, yeah, I think yeah. when you're younger, even in school, like, you know, you try to you make a new friend, and then all of a sudden that friend is hanging out with another friend. I think it shows or is more um, uh, visible in a in a childhood times or even adolescence times. Um, and then I think over time we learn that that jealousy was unfounded, so we learn to get over ourselves. We gain self confidence, we gain self esteem, and um, you know we assume people are generally good and not having these crazy imaginations uh and with that i think what we can do now is take it to the commercial break and we'll be right back with your lovely hosts from the positive feedback loop does he have better stuff than you just take it this message brought to you by thieves welcome back everybody hope you enjoyed that commercial uh so we were just talking about how, you know, humans being jealous is one thing, but there was actually a study done in 2014 on jealousy in dogs. And this was conducted at the University of California, San Diego. And they basically um, identified how dogs actually behave very similarly to infants in that they would get snappy and they would get in between the owner and an object if the owner was looking towards uh, you know, a different dog and, uh, they would start pushing the owner around. So they were expressing behaviors of jealousy and emotion. And this leads the researchers to kind of not conclude, but at least hypothesize that jealousy has some sort of primordial, uh, roots 
And um, I just thought that was pretty interesting. Dogs do experience emotions that humans do, uh, and they're finding that more and more. I've been following a an Instagram account that's fairly new and really fascinating, and it's called Hunger for Words, and it's hosted by Christina Hunger, who's a speech-language pathologist, and she has a dog named Stella, and she's been teaching this dog words using a soundboard. So she'll teach the dog a word like eat, like let's go eat, Stella, and she'll say it, and then she'll have this button that's like those, remember those buttons that Staples used to have where you, you press it and it goes, that was easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, those I've big. Seen those. So she recorded on one of those buttons the word eat, and then she started, she had another button for another word. And the dog started to learn these words and to, to talk back to Christina, Stella just has to press on the button. So if the dog is hungry and wants to go eat, the dog will press eat. Well, what's really interesting is the dog has now been forming sentences. The dog was wondering where her husband Jake was and so pressed where and then Jake and has formed even longer phrases than that. Like really cool stuff showing that dogs actually learn words and learn what humans are saying. We just didn't know it because they couldn't talk, say say those words back to us. So she found that she recently taught Stella the word happy. And what she found was once Stella learned the word happy, Stella was actually way happier. And so she has a (laughs) quote in her blog where she says, we have truly seen more smiles than ever from Stella. And this was after teaching her the word happy. So I was thinking as I was researching for this episode, you know, what is jealousy? How do we overcome it? I was thinking, okay, if I wanted to overcome jealousy, perhaps all I need to do is figure out what the opposite of jealousy is and know that and focus on that concept, right? And so I went on a walk with my neighbor this afternoon and we were talking about what we think the opposite of jealousy is and I was thinking okay well maybe it's I think the conclusion I came to was adoration like maybe maybe instead of being jealous of somebody and what they've got maybe I adore like adoration for that person and what they're achieving or I disagree right and I do disagree too I totally disagree because I think adoration is maybe closer to envy or something but it's not jealousy So I found the word opposite of jealousy. I found the Mm -hmm. word. So the opposite of jealousy is compersion. C-O-M-P-E-R-S-I-O-N. Compersion. And compersion means that you are happy when someone else is happy. Like when someone else does achieve something or have something great Mm -hmm. or it takes them, in my case, you know, there's a person with less experience but they become successful even faster without having to work as hard instead of being jealous of that person I can feel compersion for that person so in the sense that our language influences our actual perception and emotions jealousy is more common in our culture than compersion because who has ever even heard of the word compersion I hadn't that, heard yeah, of the this word Yeah, this is the conversion. first I've heard of it, honestly. Right? Like, that's yeah. a yeah. rare word. Same. But the negative word gets all the press. And so we tend to feel the negative emotion because we have a word well, for it. I'm going to disagree. 
fact that I don't think it's that we don't know the word compersion because we don't feel compersion. No, no, no. I think it's the it's other way it's around. A... It's that we. Oh, sorry. That not not hearing the word makes us not feel it. I think that it's just a weird word that people don't tend to hear. Um, it, there's just not a good word for it in the language. Well, honestly. but that's the point. Is yeah, like linguists have found that we have a hard time even knowing something exists if we if we haven't learned a word for it. And this is true yeah. of anything. Mm. It's so true I, of I, like I'm, colors. I'm you know, I'm agree. I just think it's uh, what you're describing is bad PR. It's not that yeah, Persian. Yeah. Uh, is bad is that it's got bad PR representation. Right. So yeah. it's out there. Conversion is a great uh, thing with a sandwich board, whereas jealousy has all of Hollywood. Well, right. you know what? Conversion reminds me of empathy, but I just looked it up, and apparently, empathy is when you're empathizing with someone else's misfortune or unhappiness. Yeah. You're so not, there's this grid. So but imagine a grid. is the op. Sit. Yeah, yeah and is. I'm looking at a grid right yeah. now. Yeah, so the grid has like, grid. so you have compersion where if someone else is experiencing joy and happiness and success, you're happy for them. And an example of that is I, w- I formed an acapella group here in California, just a s- small little trio. And we sang a song where I hit a certain note and I said to the m- one of my acapella friends next to me, I said, wow that is the perfect note for my range like i found that note where i like my voice just feels good it feels good and she looked over at me no joke this is jocelyn she looks over at me and she says that is so amazing i am so happy for you like total sincerity she was happier (laughs) than i was she was so happy for me that's compersion I feel like in music that happens actually pretty often. Like when you're singing and there's someone, you know, you're singing with other people and you're just jiving and there's harmony. There's everyone is exuding compersion and it just makes it sound better too, probably. But couldn't you say, uh, and this is not nothing to say anything. uh, Everything you've said is wonderful, uh, mind you. (laughs) Fantastic job. But couldn't you say Everyone experiences this also because isn't that kind of what families are to a degree? And now, mind you, not our families are made of all sorts of people. So I'm sure there are people who are just jealous, terrible people. But yeah. uh, even to their like family. But you know, I'm sure most people are happy when their children do well, and when their yeah. uh, parents are are feeling fine or recover from illness or or get a new job that's better than the last one. You know, we all kind of desire good for our families i guess the only thing that we all experience it so why don't we have a better word for it compared to jealousy why don't we have why don't we have it more as a thing we can describe with ease compared to jealousy well i'm gonna start using compersion more from now on (laughs) i think you know in that same grid though stephanie i don't know if you're looking at the same one as i am but there's another word in there schadenfreude schadenfreude um what and what that means is if uh, you become happy when you see your friend or your partner's misfortune or unhappiness. So <laughs> yeah. it's like kind of a, a cynical view on things and you you feel joy when others feel negative feelings. And so I have a question mm-hmm. based from from that. Why is it I, – I guess I shouldn't ask why. But I'm assuming that you feel the same. I, when I hear of schadenfreude, this – 
pleasure from others misfortune i think of oh that sounds evil but then when i think about jealousy i think oh well that's natural we all feel jealousy i'm kind of more compassionate to the jealous but they're both kind of the same thing they're just reciprocal right i'm feeling really happy when you're sad and i'm feeling really sad if you're happy it's the same thing i'm i'm not wanting you (laughs) to be happy so what why well, is it's it not that, that you don't viewed... want the person to be unhappy. I... It's like maybe Why are... but you're un... in certain circumstances, if the yeah. person, if if the you know the person is feeling low self-esteem or low confidence, and the other person is feeling happy, and it's not related to that original person, that's when they'll get jealous, right? Well, why is it uh, that we view jealousy more positively? I mean, not that we view a little it more positively. Empathy. I don't think we view it more yeah. positively. We have a little more it's empathy terrible... about yeah. jealousy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, that's a good question. Because everyone feels it. Say I think again? that's more it. It's in like it, every movie, it, it, any it makes, romantic it makes for comedy. Good stories. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone feels it, so everyone can like. Even I think the interesting thing about jealousy isn't the fact that the quality that everyone can feel it, right? It's your ability to control yourself regarding your jealousy, right? The ability to bring yourself back in check. I, that's why before you mentioned um, compersion, my thought on like the opposite of jealousy was gratefulness like having an internal gratefulness for the things in your life is kind of to me the antithesis of jealousy if you think that you have yeah everything you need or not maybe not like literally everything but you are you are fulfilled by the the things that you the chances you've been given in life the things that you have and you understand hey the universe maybe isn't fair but it is good in a way it may be cold and calculating and evil, but it also has l- love, and I have received much of it in some way, even by my very existence being a miracle. So mm. I that yeah. was my in- initial thought. That being said, conversion kind of perfectly fits. It's a, it's, it's a hand-in-glove situation. I just never heard of the word, and it's a terrible-sounding word. It sounds like it's not that bad. Conversion's not that bad. A device think, to think, apply on a wound. I think it sounds similar to compassion, and that's not far from compersion. It's just like a, you know, a few letters away. Everyone knows what compassion means. Anyways, true? I mean that's not true because not everyone knows English, right? So, but the point is, <laughs> the idea of compassion, most people can comprehend. I, I think, think most people can comprehend the idea of compersion. They just haven't heard the word. Yeah. And then just to final, uh, you know, just to close out this loop or finish discussing the grid, empathy is when you're unhappy because someone else is also has some misfortune or is unhappy. So you're you're feeling the same thing that they're feeling, and more because empathy is uh, and more bigger than that. But yeah, yeah. I realized when I was, you know, you learn about yourself a lot in high school. You start to figure out what your gifts are and what you struggle at and you know you what you're what you hope to be and I remember when one of my friends came late to lunch we were all kind of sitting around having lunch together and one of my friends came to me and was crying because she had I don't even know what happened. She had failed a test or somebody had been mean to her, but she was so upset. And I just automatically was crying with her. I was so upset. And it hadn't Mm -hmm. happened to me. 
right? And I hadn't even witnessed it, but hearing her account and seeing her reaction made me so upset for her. And that's when I realized that I had an element of compassion to my personality. I mean, empathy, that I had an element of empathy in my personality. And so I now, you know, and I also experienced jealousy and I also, you know, I experienced all these uh, different emotions, compersion and everything. So my next question is, does a person who experiences more intense jealousy also experience more intense empathy do, do, mm. and compersion? Like, do they experience all of these equally? Or do you think there are people who are just very jealous and can't feel the other parts of that? That's a good grid? question. I, I think, yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, I'm sure it's different case by case, but on average, I probably would say if you're an extremely emotional person you'll feel it extremely on all the different quadrants of this grid so you'll be very empathetic as well as very jealous but you'll also be very i don't know is compersionate a word <laughs> compersionate i like that <laughs> <laughs> um but that's like my like assumption here you know yeah, I wonder. Because I don't know. What do you guys think? We also what do you think, think that, well, if you're a very uh, empathetic person, then maybe you don't experience schadenfreude because it's kind of the opposite of that in a lot of ways, right? If mm. you really experience a lot of joy when people are happy, then you cannot simultaneously feel sad when they're happy, Right. You can't feel yeah, sad right. and I, happy, can you? Simultaneously. I'm to think about this. I, I Maybe it depends on the case. So the I, I, I'm trying to think about this in a way I haven't really thought about it before. And it kind of feels like everything's... A, it's more about the bell curve. You can feel very strongly about a lot of things. But it also kind of depends on how long it lasts for. Because um, you can be very jealous for just a moment... And that doesn't make you a jealous person, right? Mm. What makes you a jealous person is if you're still jealous an hour from now, and if you're still jealous three years from now, right? <laughs> That's what makes you a jealous person. Um, but I mean, I'm talking about the difference between the the experience of jealousy and like what it what it is for that to become a problem. Um. So I'm not sure. I, I think if you are what, what it means to be an emotional person, I think everyone's em emotional to a degree. What does it mean in the bell, bell curve to experience things in such highs and such lows? Or is it more about how long you feel it for, right? Mm. If you're talking about what an emotional person is jealous mm. or empathetic, whichever the case may be. Can you be too empathetic? Maybe that relates to our episode on compassion fatigue, where your mm, empathy yes, can does. get in the way of your health because you're experiencing everybody else's emotions around you to the point where you're yeah. not, maybe not even in touch with your own emotions anymore because you're experiencing everyone else's life with them. And it, and you can you're letting it you know drag well not drag you down that's the wrong term uh, more getting stressed and getting exhausted. You're mm. you're waste, you're using up more of your like internal resources. For you listeners, just want to mention that's episode fifty four, compassion fatigue. It's a good one. It's a great one. Check it out.
Uh, yeah, but I, I agree. I think, you know, I guess you could be. So let's let's answer that question that we I don't think ever really answered. What do you tell? How do you tell a person that mm. you're jealous of them? And Ray, I'm going to come back to your to your question with a question. <laughs> and it's should you? Are you feeling so, so jealous that you would feel nearly a need to express it? How long well, if it's... have you been feeling jealous for? And is that maybe a question of, I'm not saying this to you specifically, I'm saying the hypothetical right. Ray who doesn't exist. But in that situation, is there some, what's going on? Why are you so jealous? And maybe that's what you need to deal with. All right, Louis. So thinking about your question, it's, a, it's interesting because I think it would matter if the person is becoming so overly jealous that it's sort of debilitating them in their daily life and they are obsessing over it and, you know, it's just getting worse and worse. So at that point, I do think it would be healthy in a relationship to express to your um, friend or significant other that, hey, you know, you know, this might be unfounded, but um, I'm feeling some jealousy about this situation. And I think if the other person can empathize with you, can understand with you and maybe talk it through and maybe they'll understand where you're coming from. So uh, it might be a healthy thing to do to bring it up in certain situations. That's that was my point, I think. Hmm. What's the usefulness <laughs> the of so like, telling someone? Well, the other person will might be able to see your perspective and em empathize with your perspective and notice maybe some of the behaviors they were doing you know they weren't taking but is it much. their fault that you're jealous no no it's not the well it's not their fault and you don't you shouldn't tell the person to behave differently because of it either it's i think it's just a it's an expression of your emotion with Wait, words that's not necessarily true people could take action to make you jealous if it, it well, can be malicious but I'm I mean, no one can scenario, make you happening. jealous, but what you're saying is they can do they can things that are more likely. You. Yeah, they can try yeah. to provoke it. Yeah, they can try to provoke you. But you're right. I mean, that's that that would have to be like you're taking malicious step at that point. It's not really what we're talking about. Yeah, and and you know they they might be doing that non maliciously, but unconsciously trying to make another jealous without fully. Can uh, you do that? Isn't that what bragging is? I mean, would. Do you think boasting and bragging fall in, into this topic of wanting to provoke jealousy? Because what is the point of boasting and bragging if not to provoke? Yeah, well, I mean, self-promotion I, I is not necessarily the goal of self-promotion isn't necessarily to like make others feel bad. It's yeah. to make others feel that you deserve that you deserve where you are or you right, deserve better you, or whatever it is. That you've done that well. You're great. To, to that being said, reputation. it can absolutely have an element, I'm sure, of I'm going to make everyone else feel like schnitzel. <laughs> right, in, in a competitive environment too, like if you think about biology as a competitive environment, um, there are advantages to boasting and bragging because people will see you as a higher level individual and want to uh, be associated with you, for example. So there are competitive have, advantages. Have you in ever been cases. jealous of a braggart? I feel um, like I think I, you can I feel just, jealous of a braggart, even when they're bragging and you're and you think what an ugly personality trait. You can still be not, jealous. Yeah, and they might not be feeling like 
the, the person might not be perceiving the braggart as a negative thing, but like, wow, look at how much that person has done or can do. So they might not be looking at it in a very critical way. Just they'll be looking at it at a very superficial surface level way. But you could view Maybe. it in a negative way. You could think, I would never want to oh, be yeah, you like could. that braggart. But I'm still jealous of them. Sure. This goes back to the very beginning of this episode, Luis, yeah. when you said, well, yeah, what if there's this versus... jerk that gets the whatever, the girl or the yeah. promotion or whatever it is? You don't want to be a jerk. You're not jealous of that part, but you still Yeah. I guess, I guess I, I guess I'm still uh, sometimes tripping on the uh, jealousy slash envy. Um, to me, they're more, they're, they just kind of are part of the same thing, but you're right. Uh, well, in, just... in that difference... The dichotomy, it absolutely is um, more envy to yeah. kind of want uh, this, the stuff that the braggart is kind of boasting about, mm. kind of wanting their life. And jealousy would be more wanting them to, just not wanting them to not have their stuff, but more uh, thinking, maybe they don't, uh, why, why do maybe they you get want that? them to trip and fall as they're writing yeah. about it or something. Yeah. Yeah. What if there like, was maybe some... I don't wish them a bodily harm. A little, but maybe little bit of schadenfreude in there. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe you wish them schadenfreude. Yeah. I come <laughs> So That being said, please don't wish harm on people. So I think this was a fascinating conversation. I've learned new words, first of all. Compersion and schadenfreude. So that was fun. Thank you, Stephanie, for bringing that to our vocabulary and to our audience's vocabulary. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode and, you know, took something away from this. Check us out on the socials, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all that. And uh, listen to all our other episodes. I think, uh, you know, one that we mentioned today is compassion fatigue. So I think that's a good one to start with as well. And we just want to thank you for listening today. Have a great day. And as always... Stay crazy. Stay crazy. Yeah, you're just supposed to hold it. Stay. Yeah, you say. Oh, just hold it. Okay, okay. Stay. Stay crazy. That's not, I don't know. I don't know. That's not great. <laughs>